1: My favorite day, Weigh In Wednesday. Uh, this is where we weigh in on all things maintenance in the maintenance group. Of course, we are joined by Kim, who's the manager of our weight loss program. Odette, who's the manager of our maintenance and mindfulness group. And our special guest today, Laura McGivern, uh, you are down 24 pounds. You did the fall 2022 program, finished the winter program, and you have been working on solidifying ever since by redoing the current spring-summer program. Um uh, loves dogs and currently has three living with you in london ontario right now that's busy uh,
2: yeah oh you can hear them in the background yes we have one golden we adopted a foster puppy and our son and daughter-in-law are on their three-week holiday honeymoon in europe so we now have three gigantic dogs so i apologize in advance. <laughs>
1: I can relate. We have two. We have an older dog, then we have a kind of newer, younger dog, and then we we always seem to have an extra dog around the house, which is my daughter's (laughs) dog. Um, Welcome to the show. Uh, Should we get right into it? What are the topics that we are going to be discussing
3: today, Odette? yeah so we have a few mixed topics there's been some interesting comments in the group um I pulled actually a few from last week too that we didn't get to so I wanted to bring those okay. forward so um one of the ones that really stuck out to me was um the feeling of rushing the process so I had I uh, was reading a, a comment from a member that said they're approaching their two to three month mark in maintenance and they're ready to move on to testing the waters and that was it okay. so I wanted to talk about this because as we say in weight loss, you know, we have the start date, we have the end dates, but it could take you shorter or longer. And this I think rings true for maintenance too. So two to three months is a guideline. So when we, you know, when you say you're hitting that two to three month mark, how do you know you're ready? You know, are you rushing the process? Are you using that two to three months just as a, as a number without, you know, really checking in with yourself with where you're at. So I think it goes a little bit beyond that. So I'd love to just know, you know how do you know you're ready for testing the waters how do you you know how do you get how do you make that decision Okay, so
1: let's start with Laura, because Laura, you are currently working on solidifying your weight. You're in that stage right now. So you're doing it by repeating the current program, which is a great option. People can also do personalizing the plan in order to solidify their weight. And at some point, they're going to have to move on to personalizing the plan for testing the water. So how do you feel right now? Because you are three weeks away from you know coming to the end of solidifying your weight. Do you feel ready to move on and kind of go into that next stage of testing the waters? Or do you feel like you need more time?
2: Um, no, I think I'm ready. I think I was just about ready uh, at the end of the winter group. Um, and mm. I was mentioning to Odette that I kind of looked at it as being, well, maybe I won't do spring. I can always go back in the fall. And then I figured that was kind of mm. asked backward, that maybe that's not my right thinking, that I shouldn't be using yeah. it as a fallback in case I mess up. Let's just do it one more time and and make sure that I'm feeling more confident about it, um, which yeah. I am. And I was mentioning to Odette as well, I was the first group, you know, every week I measured and every week I did tick pictures and every week I did all that stuff. And I just haven't been doing it. I weigh every day, but I haven't been doing I haven't felt the need to do any of that because I feel Mm -hmm. fine. You know, if I have red meat three days in a row, I'm enjoyed it, but I feel it for a couple of days after. So that's okay. I'm all right with that. But uh, when I was surprised that I actually had lost inches, like my clothes Mm. felt bigger. But I had actually not gone down as much weight wise. Uh, I think it was like 15 almost the first time and then four and four. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, inches wise, there's like, there's, I'm still losing more this time than I did the last time in inches. First time, yeah, that was the most, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, but I'm very confident about it. I'm not worried about it. yeah so your body obviously continued to solidify the weight that you've lost
1: then happens where you know you're not dropping on the scale but you're seeing your body change so so what about you Odette like you so you've been in maintenance for a while like how long did it take you to get to that where you felt okay I'm ready to move on
3: yeah so I well I thought I was right I rushed the process because I thought right away Mm -hmm. like I saw the number on the scale and I was like well that's it I'm done I can I'm ready now to move on with my life and I know I have talked about this before I had to actually step back and be like, I don't like my, the, I don't have this mindfulness bit. I do not, I'm starting to just do what I was doing before then. It, it didn't work for me. And, you know, we always say like not putting that time into maintenance is, um, you know, one of the ways that the weight can come back, you know, like really putting that time and solidify. So I, I did have to step back. And of course we didn't have this group back then. I did have to step back and say, no, I need to figure out why am I doing these bad these habits again? Why am I reverting back to the old ways? So I had to I had to step back, even though I was physically ready, like my body said, you lost the weight, you're ready to go. I wasn't mindful or mentally ready to move on. So I knew it was going to take me a little bit more time.
1: So Kim, what do you think? Like, what's the advice there in terms of like, do you just, I mean, we have had a lot of conversations with a lot of people about this, right? To me, it's like, you just know when you're ready, but do you, uh, what if you think that you're ready and then just because you want to be done with it and move on, like, is that where you have that real moment with yourself where you're like, okay, am I actually really ready? Like, do I trust that I can move forward? Is, is, you know, is it all second nature to me or am I still, you know, trying to get on the scale every day and still do this or do that? Like, what do you think?
0: Well, and I think it's funny you brought up trust because that's what my thought is is that this is where you actually do the trash transition into trust yeah. is when you're kind of letting go of that. And um, I think it's how many times are you checking in with yourself or realizing that you need to check in with yourself? And you're to a stage where you're just like I'm weighing myself every day, it's not affecting me. It's you know, it's it's part of my routine, it's the habits I've built and You naturally want to gravitate towards making choices that make you feel good. I feel like if there's a struggle and you're having to like make that choice and think like, oh, do I need that or should I have something? Maybe you're not quite ready because you're not naturally gravitating towards that choice that you know is going to make you feel good. It's almost like another layer in there. I have a hard time with that because I'm always in the weight loss group. So for yeah. me, it's it's all about weight loss all the time in the back of my head. So transitioning into that like how do I not think about that when I'm thinking about that all the time is hard. So I'm sure a lot of people that have gotten into that habit of dieting and of constantly thinking especially the longer you've been in the program too, that might take a little bit longer to break the habit of you checking in with yourself and consciously asking those questions all the time.
2: Mm
1: Yeah. And I might add, there's no downside in putting more time in rather than less. Like you worked really hard to, you know, lose weight in a healthy way. Like what's the downside to putting in a little bit more time into helping your body get used to your new weight. Like to me, there's no, Oh, thank you. My tea's being delivered to spill the mm-hmm. tea. Um, to me, there's no downside. I'm closing mm-hmm. in on three months and solidifying my weight and ready to start testing the waters. Like if you feel ready, go for it. Right. And mm-hmm. then testing the waters doesn't mean you have to eat all the things either. You can sort of do where, you know, the this is where you're personalizing the plan. Maybe if you're not repeating a program like Laura's doing, where you're personalizing the plan and you're using that to solidify your weight. And then maybe every now and then you slowly test the waters. So it's not like you solidify your weight and then, you know, two, three months has gone by and then, bam, I'm eating all the things and mm-hmm. seeing how yes. that works.
0: Door right. shuts so behind you You yeah. can't go back to what to <laughs> (laughs) Going back to solidifying.
2: Yeah. And And I kind of realized (laughs) myself. (laughs) I kind of realized myself today when I was looking at numbers that I didn't gain anything in between the groups. Like I looked at what my weight was at the beginning Mm -hmm. of each group. And although my lowest low in the first one was two pounds lower than I had been ordinarily at, the next group I started at the two, like the two pounds heavier, 137 or whatever it was. And then I dropped. And then in between the other the next two groups, my weight didn't change. Nothing changed. So even though mentally I already knew that, I think that makes a huge difference when you realize that you can be off it, especially over Christmas. And on honestly, the second time I was my my son's wedding, we (laughs) there was a lot of not on task things happening there, Um, and you're still able to maintain it. So I think. Once you kind of go through that, that's why I would highly recommend at least doing two, because then you can see that pattern forming to the point where you're not even really recognizing it in a numeric sense. It's just, oh, wow, if I look at the numbers, that is exactly what happened. And that's what Gina said would happen. And then everything was fine. Yeah,
1: that 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 deepening the belief but until you experience that it's almost like that testing the water space could last a whole year really yeah. of like every Christmas every holiday every new experience that you've been through before you know where you're gaining that experience of like oh I can indulge and I'm not going to ruin everything and gain it all back like there's there's really no time frame on that the really the, the physically though it's so important to give your body at least I mean I I would like to say three months I say two to three because I'm at mm-hmm. the very least two months just to kind of. To allow your weight to settle and allow your weight to become your new norm, but more time than that would be even more of a benefit and more time spent in testing the waters would be a benefit. But I think we had a conversation the other day about this, this maintenance phase has to end. Right. Like there's mm-hmm. got to be an end to the maintenance phase. And, and we're kind of, you know, we're coming up a year on, you know, running the maintenance program and we've got a lot of feedback. So, you know, full transparency on this. We're, we're taking a step back and thinking, OK, what's really working well about this maintenance group? What could we change? And there does seem to be a little bit of a need for structure in terms of the solidifying part of it. Um, what do you what do you have to say about that, Laura? Like, does it you know, would you would you like a whole separate maintenance, like 12 week, maybe go simultaneously, but maintenance specific? kind of guided process to solidify the weight? Do you think there's any value in that?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think there is. Um, I was speaking to, I have a couple of friends who were already in the group, just we just didn't know that we were all in the group until I started Facebooking Mm -hmm. about it. And then we realized we were Mm -hmm. all in the group already. Then I think four other friends of mine have joined up uh, the last group. Um, And Someone was asking about what is maintenance because I told her I was doing this and like a maintenance group. Why would I start it early? And I started it midway through my second group just to kind of Mm. see what was there. Love it. And I wasn't Mm. really ready yet. So I didn't really get a lot of takeaways. The biggest thing for me was setting alarms. So I'd remember when the lives were. (laughs) That was one of my biggest challenges in the first one. But then now that I'm getting closer to that, but at the same time I told her, hey, look, it doesn't cost you any more to do it now than later. And it's forever. And it'll get you to see what's there. I think the group, the community is important. And I think the community will grow. That's one thing that's kind of, not missing because of Odette or anything, but just because people aren't there yet, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. if there was more awareness of the group and what the group did and what's in the app and, you know, this kind of stuff, then that would be really advantageous. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. having a plan or in the app, even I will continue to use the app as the tracker for sure. If for no other reason than the water, which I rarely ever drank before, Mm -hmm, (laughs) Um, but I need to keep track. If I don't keep track, I will just fall off the rails, not intentionally, but just out of, you know, laziness. Right. So I think if, if there's something where there's a, a, some sort of a plan where you can be in your your app as maintenance, even. Mm -hmm. Like you can you log yeah. in as in your app and you have your tracker. But if there was a maintenance one as well that had the maintenance yeah. information in it, uh, then people could join the maintenance group too. And I know it's on Facebook, but it's just, it's different. It's, it's more awkward it to get to than to yeah. be able to do it right through the app. And I think if those yeah. two could run tandem, then that would be helpful um, with people mm-hmm. feeling more comfortable about what's going to happen when you're done. And that when you're done, there's still people who will talk to you and help you and encourage you. Because, of course, that's a big thing is the community is huge. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so you want to be able to get that feedback from people who are doing or have been doing the same thing as you, which is what's so fantastic about the other community groups. So.
3: Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And I think what you said, too, about being done is valuable. And this is why we're rethinking the maintenance group and what it's going to look like. And, you know, maybe there needs to be some sort of end game or endpoint to maintenance as well. So we've got some really exciting ideas. And we've been listening and putting some things together. So um, and I liked
2: what Gina had said about a third group for the hey, you're done. Let's just, you know, have an opportunity to have like-minded mm-hmm. people chit-chat and hey you have a cruise or anything i am there <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I cruise really conference like <laughs> you meet yeah. levy people it's amazing and my next door neighbor said oh i asked one of the teachers today why she looked so good oh i'm doing geo levy so like they're everywhere oh, we're it. everywhere they are everywhere. Yeah. And they are everywhere and that's okay, what so makes it have- so great is that community so
1: yeah. Yeah, I I I agree. I think so too. So, you know, bring me back to this maintenance conversation when are you ready to kind of move on from that first stage of solidifying your weight and then after that stage regardless you want to move into personalizing the plan right and then you know to your point laura you want to be done and moved on and you live in your life and having fun so this next topic odette fear of personalizing the plan what is that all about i mean i know what it's about but what do you think it's all about
3: yeah i think it's well i think fear of personalizing the plan come is a fear of the whole weight loss weight gain again cycle um you know they've been we have members. members that have been vocal saying, I I followed the plan to a T and it worked. Why would I deviate now? And I think because, you know, maybe it's we didn't put the time into the mindfulness or we didn't believe in the mindfulness and we just did this plan that worked. And now we're afraid to deviate from that or, or stop doing that instead of looking at personalizing the plan as a time to really collect information and on your patterns and what's working for you we just want to stick to this plan because it's, it's, you know, easy methodical and it works. That's where I think the fear comes from. Do you think
1: from. it's the, is it the summer that to summarize that, is that like a fear of not focusing? Like you've been focusing on your weight loss journey for so long. It's sort mm-hmm. of like, okay, now what? Like there is trusting that you're going to make those choices, but you don't want to be say all the time. We don't want to be doing weird shit. And follow, we shouldn't have to follow a plan to know what to eat or not eat to make us feel good. And mm-hmm. all of that. And you have learned so so much you know did you laura what about you you struggle with that fear like are you
2: are you i mean you're still not, the so to way. not so much anymore um i think uh my husband joined the second round but he's not a real check-in with the app kind of guy so he just has been doing stuff yeah. with me and so yeah. we just feel so much better now um leafy greens I was the person who asked for the fancy salad to have uh, the leafy greens replaced with romaine please like I was not we never ate any of that stuff um we're on the screen there just um, Sorry. <laughs> <Hello, where's that? laughs>
1: <laughs> are you looking for to eat? Are you looking, for are looking there's leafy greens in there it does green leafy greens green with water
2: <laughs> anyway so i think we just feel so much better now that we won't go back to it um but yeah. at the same time we're we are living our lives really we're kind of at that point yeah. now but it's it's a it's a conscious thing it's like i and i there's a little bit i suppose this time with i am testing the waters while i'm doing it if that kind of makes sense um because yeah it's like rather than sitting down with a bag of chips it's like my daughter will have a bowl of chips and I will take three chips. And then we, it's a quantity and that's yeah. all I need now. I don't mm-hmm. need a whole bag of chips because I know mentally that's going to make me feel really hideous. So why would I go back to the place where we all feel, where we feel bad? So, um, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so we really but do personalize there. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was going to say it is, it's about getting to the place where you feel comfortable. First time around, it was funny. I, I thought when we when I joined this that it was going to be like, oh, fantastic. 12 weeks, we're going to Mexico after three years from COVID. The end of that week, we're finished. I'll never have to think about this again. This is fantastic. And then you said, well, it's not like you can just do it for 12 weeks and forget about it. I'm like, damn, <laughs> it's just supposed to be so much easier than that. But now I can't imagine going back to that before because it's just it's uh thank you, dear. (laughs) I love it. Personalizing the place. That's true. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so it's just it's Um, about doing what you want to do. Like I had watermelon today. I usually don't have watermelon in the afternoon, but it is freaking hot out there and I want watermelon. So I'm gonna have watermelon. I'm not having a, you know, box of chocolates, but I'm gonna have watermelon
3: Mm because right.
1: important to understand that personalizing the plan to lose is different from personalizing the plan to maintain is different from personalizing the plan to live the rest of your life like that it's like a transition right following that structure learning to be learning what your body needs not just to lose if you want to personalize the plan and continue that way to lose although repeating the program still really great same thing when it comes to maintenance personalizing the plan to maintain is great but also there's so much to be to to benefit from from repeating the program as a method for maintenance as well because of all the Mm -hmm. things it brings up and and just challenges the body on a whole other level there has Mm -hmm. got to be an end game and personal the plan and truly understanding it is your ticket to li- living the rest of your life, not worrying about it, stressing about it. And, and, and all the things that you're doing along the way is like, every time you ask those four questions, right? That's so eventually you don't have to ask for questions to know when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. Um, I know, Kim, this is a big, this is going to be a big conversation for us next week as you mm-hmm. know, as this running simultaneous to the weight loss program. We're introducing the feeding the metabolism, sorry, the personalizing the plan tweak. Personalizing the plan is not off plan. You're not doing your own yeah. thing. You're still very yeah. following structure and guidelines. So what's your take on this, this fear of personalizing the plan?
0: Well, and I think that I think a big thing that we hear in the weight loss group, and I'm sure this probably carries over into maintenance, is that people are afraid of not having the structure. They're afraid if they're not told what to Mm -hmm. do, they're not gonna know what to do. And I just was thinking while you guys were talking about, you know, our first topic of rushing the process. I wonder if people that repeat the program to solidify actually need that more time because they haven't spent as much time on personalizing the plan, whereas Mm -hmm. somebody who's personalizing the plan to solidify has that confidence built up in... How, their personalized plan and then can take it to that next level of personalizing the plan for their finally and forever. So mm. it's definitely, I think some of the fear is the lack of structure that people feel, but it is, as you always say, it's not doing nothing. It's doing all of those things. And all of those things are different in maintenance. You don't have to be like on top of your water as you need to be hydrated. You need to stay on top of it. You don't need to drink as much necessarily. If you're not looking to lose weight, mm-hmm. you don't need to be as, um, on a lot of the things, but you still have to be conscious of them. And I think personalizing the plan is not a—it's
3: not a free for all. You're not personalizing whatever the heck you want to do. You're personalizing, yeah. you know, what your body needs in the moment and what feels the best in the moment. It's not, you know, so like let's get rid of the fear of, um, you know, my plan is going to be. Eating whatever I want, not being hydrated, because that's, you know, because I'm, I'm not doing all the things. Personalizing the plan is really, um, sorry, my phone's ringing. <laughs> Personalizing the plan is really, um, yes, yeah, still doing all the things like Kim said. It's not a free for all. And it's this place where you can, you know, learn and collect information and, and, and you know, find out more about yourself.
2: And if I can add oh, one wonder... other thing, just thinking about it yeah. quickly, yeah. sorry. Um, I think the maintenance group is important. So I think because we kind of get into this routine with listening to you every day and with getting our stuff to read and having a community of people to talk to. So I think it's kind of scary thinking that you don't have that anymore. Um, And even if what you're doing now is you are just encouraging other people and they're encouraging you and you're all good. And it's just like, Hey, here's a cool recipe. Like there's a group of people, And so I think if we don't have that group and, you know, yes, there's an end to maintenance. Yeah, there's an end to maintenance for sure. But I think too, it would be nice to be able to continue on that the relationships, if I can use that term, that Mm -hmm. the the group and the community have, because if you just sort of feel like you don't have that anymore, then I think that's another reason why people would be very leery yeah i I also think it's just we
1: have we have we have the best most amazing community it's just really nice to have a supportive safe, place to land when you're struggling yeah. to show up and work towards your goals, no matter what your goals are. I mean, that's why I'm already thinking about that third group. Once you have lost your weight, maintained your weight, let's go live your life now. And and and, it, and you could still take that same sense of community and work on other yeah. things. Like maybe it's traveling, maybe it's starting a business, maybe it's new relationships and, and that kind of thing. I think we're really starting to unravel the big pitch. Sometimes I wonder if I overcomplicated things with personalizing the plan. Like maybe if we just told people, mm-hmm. People, the way to maintain your weight was to repeat the program again, you know, but we put it in a maintenance group and it's separate and then personalizing the plan. But, but then I also want to, you know, give people the opportunity to really learn and understand the life after weight loss. And I think that's whether you're personalizing mm-hmm. the plan in between groups or, you know, cause we have had people who have gone on and reached their goals using personalized the plan. So I love that. I mean, it's a sucky business model to let people go do it for free. <laughs> Um, So I don't want to discount people who want to do that. But you know, sometimes I think uh, the people are fearful for a reason. And and I totally get this with this fear of personal personalizing plan very interesting thinking i may suffer a bit from this i am definitely going onward with personalizing the plan now for sure no questions bring it yeah but you feel it Mm -hmm. right you're just like "Ah, i'm not i think it has to do with lack of structure or your perceived lack of structure because i actually used to have a post that said um personalizing the plan is not eating off plan it's not doing your own thing although people perceive that they don't trust themselves and having the flexibility of making choices that you know stay in line with their goals i think do you know what i mean And, and then that comes down to knowing when you're ready to move on and maybe if mm-hmm. you're not until you get to a place where you're confident and ready to move on from personalizing the plan you should keep personalizing the plan <laughs> oh no
3: I and you know it. chances are they've never done this before in this way like yeah. you know this is new like i mm-hmm. we've never i mean i've never done it before this way where you're 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 told like you've got this you can believe in yourself you can do this you're going to maintain this time You're like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. (laughs) Like, this is not like, we can't do this. We've never done it before. So how, how could I do it now? Right. It's just getting past that fear, taking that step. And you know, if this is a new place, it's a new, it's a new method. It's an, it's, this is a new group and it's a new lifestyle and it's, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, you've never done it before. And when I
2: think about where I was this time last year, with how I felt about myself and how I just felt physically and mentally. And I you know I think part of it maybe because of the remote. Uh, I had to go to remote teaching for COVID <laughs> joy. Um, but now I see some benefits because again, it gets you uh, connected to the community and it, it makes you not feel like you're doing it by yourself. Um, it allows you to pass on that information to other people that you think might be uh open to looking at it so i i think that that personalizing the plan is really really important to do when you feel like i'm not 100 sure but then you know what three or four months from now when you do the program again if you're personalizing the plan you got i got this now i know what's going on so there's that continuity thing there i think
1: yeah i think i don't i know we don't have a lot of time left odette but this feeds right into your last topic of meeting yourself where you're at like if you i love Mm -hmm. that Gloria you're on where you were a year ago. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you may, like, I know there's times in my life where I think, okay, I'm good. I got this. And then like, you know, months go by and I'm like, what were you thinking? You, you, yeah. you did not have this. You, mm-hmm. what were you, you know, something, mm-hmm. something said that, so, you know, where does that fit in? Oh, this, this meeting yourself where you're at, what's that, what's the concern there?
3: Well, I think this, this also fe- feeds off of like the fear of, of personalizing the plan too. Like we're like, we're so used to doing the same things over and over again and we're just doing them, but we're not meeting ourselves or where, where we're feeling in the moment. Like we're not really seeing where we're feeling in the moment. So I'm doing the same thing over and over again, but it's not bringing me what I need. It's not bringing me, you know, I'm not feeling the way I want. I don't have the joy that I want. I'm not seeing the results that I want. So, you know, what needs to change? Where am I at now versus where I was six months ago, maybe Mm -hmm. in my weight loss journey? I'm still trying to do the same things because that's what's comfortable. That's not where I'm at now. That's not where my body's at now.
1: Yeah. Doing what you did rather than doing what you need to do now. And then also what about reflecting on actually, I know Kim, you and I were talking about this the other day, the fact that you've done all this hard work, you've actually made real change. You, maybe it's one of those things where you see yourself every day. So you don't recognize how much you've changed, but you really are changing like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that self, what do we do about that? Self-assessment? What is,
0: what do we do? Yeah. I think you take a step back and you look at, you know, maybe how your day looks, not just like, where have I, how far have I come in general, but how does your day look different now? How do you like what a year ago, I was getting up in the morning and crawling out of bed and having a coffee and sitting on the couch for an hour before I could get my butt in gear this year. I'm getting out of bed and I'm having a bit of lemon water and going out for a walk. Like you might still have kept some of those habits from when you were trying to lose weight And they're not even conscious. You're just doing them because they make you feel good and you like the way that your day gets started. So maybe taking a step back and looking at all the little things you are doing versus looking ahead to like, oh, what do I need to do to maintain this? What have I been Mm -hmm. doing to maintain this? What's been working for me? And maybe when you're feeling like it's slipping away from you, what is it that triggers that too?
1: Yeah, I got to read this comment. Oh, dad, like I hit 130.7 last summer and now I'm at 140. It's frustrating. I'm doing the exact same thing I did to lose weight. Well, that's the problem. I stick to the plan, drink my water, nothing different. I can't get back down. That's the problem. Your your body that you were last summer is not the body that you are this Mm -hmm. summer you you if you've been following your metabolism is working on a whole other level you're way more in tune you're probably more more active you're probably more a lot of things and doing what you did before is not going to be your ticket for doing what you need to do now I honestly uh, my suggestion for this is pull out the maximizing post and take a look and reassess like Kim says take that step back and you know maybe you drank a certain amount of water to lose but that's way more than you need now or not enough because you lost in the winter time and now it's the summer and it's a heat wave. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you've been avoiding carbs like your rices and grains when that's exactly what you need to add in now. Maybe, you know, you need to add in more good fat. Maybe there's supplements that, you know, didn't you didn't need to lose your weight that now your stress levels have changed and your hormones are, you're getting older and, you know, the things have changed. And that's where you, you can't do the same old thing and expect the same old result. The base of the program in terms of like helping you lose works, but this is where you have to make it individual to your needs needs an individual to each season i think that's it's got to change see there's seasonal changes there's times in your life changing you are changing Mm -hmm. you got to build on what you did last year not do the same old shit Mm -hmm. that makes sense was that harsh was that too much
3: (laughs) no it's
2: right on point And I think we'll just add Ginaism. That. A Ginaism, I'd like to add. We have a, a lot of Ginaisms around here. Mm-hmm. Loads of Ginaisms. It's like, oh, there's no Ginaism, dear. Um, but the one that you were talking about that you've talked about quite a bit lately in the other group is that you enjoy that you get to do this. Yeah. This is not yeah. a punishment. That I will be eating leafy greens rather than grilled tuna and cheese. Probably I had every single day for lunch because I love them. But now yeah. we've found an easier, less fattening way to do that. I just put it on a quarter yeah. of a tortilla and melt it in the fry pan. It's delicious yeah. with a leafy green salad beside it. So it's yeah. because you make you feel better. I don't feel like going to sleep for four hours in the afternoon now. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Not harsh. Keep bringing it, Gina.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> On that note, we gotta go talk about harsh. We gotta we gotta end this now. Oh dad, what do you quickly, what you got coming up next week for us or the end of this week? Uh,
3: yes, well, Friday, we're gonna roll you into the weekend and roll you into next week. We've got a, a great uh, Friday funny, but we actually have a poster coming up on Friday. We have a guest next Tuesday. Um, our, oh, our very own yes. yeah. Naturopathic doctor, not Dr. Paul, a new doctor coming on to have a chat with us. So we have a poster coming up on Friday. If you have any questions, you can pop that on there. I think it's going to be an amazing conversation about maintenance and your new body and maintenance and how to take care of it and and you know really optimize this part of your journey.
1: That's Dr. Olinka, yeah. Dr. Linka, yeah, I didn't know if it was a secret
3: or not. Dr. Linka, her exactly.
1: poster's I, I'm the worst at
3: secrets. She's amazing. <laughs> her,
1: <I> <laughs> um, on that note, we, we do have to go. Uh, we do have to go. Uh, Kim, thank you. Odette, um, amazing as always. And Laura, thanks for joining us today. Uh, say hi. Thank to you. It was fun. Is that your yeah, daughter? Yeah, that's my daughter. Yeah. You're <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> watermelon. I love it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks yes. for joining. We'll see Bye. you next time. Bye. Okay. Thanks. <laughs>